0: Hey, they come in and eat man, y'all to see me eat man' hit on the meat man, y'all to see me eat man. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor, I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a much greener showing the hell like I am the meat man. Y'all to see me eat. Man.
1: Thank you for listening to and or watching The Best Barbecue Show. Uh, I am here at one of the Fiesta Spice offices in Austin, uh, where over 10,000 SKUs go to hundreds, maybe even thousands of grocery stores uh, and restaurants. But I'm here with Alex Shankin, the, the king of spice, and uh, he's going to tell us all about the spice world, uh, what makes great spices, and why spices are just as important as your wood or something like that, right? Yeah,
2: your meat. Yeah. You got to put something good on that good meat you guys are buying.
1: So uh, how did you get into the Spice Game? You've been in it for a long time, huh?
2: I got into the Spice Game from uh, working in uh, grocery stores. I was a store manager and uh, went to Fiesta looking for a job.
1: And what you started as a...
2: I started as just a, a route driver. I was just uh, running a route, to delivering stores.
1: And literally just bringing people spices or yep. whatever they needed? Yep. Yep. And how did that translate into working for Bolners?
2: Um, just um, through the years of uh, working for someone else, it just became mine. Um, I just moved up and moved and moved up and um, started growing my business, and um, so here I am today, twenty-one years later.
1: <clears throat> so you started driving trucks, and did did Fiesta draw you in, or the idea of because? This whole office is because of you, right? There Correct. Was there someone else Correct. in Austin? Or did it all come from San Antonio originally?
2: No, they, it, it all comes from San Antonio originally, yes, but it's wherever an H-E-B is at. We're in all the H-E-Bs. H-E-B and Walmart and Kroger and Randall's. And
1: And Walmart's in you Walmart's know, every in, state almost. Walmart's
2: nationwide, so we're in places that I don't even know about.
1: And so you run regionally run, all around here?
2: I run all of Central Texas.
1: So from... Dallas, down no, to I Houston. No, I run from,
2: I go from Georgetown to San Marcos, and then I go from Bastrop to Johnson City and Mason, Lano, Fredericksburg, Johnson City, Blanco.
1: Is one city, like is Austin really like where most of it goes? or?
2: Yeah, yeah. Austin is the the hub, and then it's just the surrounding areas. So I go all the way out. You know, I go east and west, north and south pretty far.
1: And have you seen the, the amount of spices that are, here is you know it's crazy there's there's rooms full of it yeah ha- has there been a growth in different blends and spices and things that you've carried since you started
2: absolutely i just believe the uh, the growth has just come from um people learning that fiesta has a great quality spice and you know the company's been around for almost 70 years so um people are just really realizing that the spices are really good they the quality's great there's a date on everything whether it's a package or a bottle or a bucket or a jar everything is dated.
1: And so you just you don't necessarily do just, you know, one of these little jars that I got right here. Correct. I mean, you do bags, you do buckets, you Correct. do you do stuff that, you know, has to go on a pallet.
2: Yeah, we do a lot of uh a lot of grocery stores and a lot of our barbecue restaurants and uh Mexican restaurants and um just a lot of restaurants that are starting to really come on board realizing that the spices are really good, the quality is great, the price is great and uh they're jumping on.
1: Now, although you do huge orders to grocery stores and restaurants, you also help small barbecue joints and Correct. is it is it really just span the gamut?
2: The you have huge orders and tiny orders? Yep, yep. Some guys get fifty bucks a week and some guys are buying five and six hundred bucks a week. It just depends on their operation and how big they are.
1: And what kind of you know, we're, this room we're in is I don't even know, a couple thousand boxes? Oh,
2: yes absolutely
1: so how uh how fast is this room empty every, every week? week every week it just empties every week 90 percent of it and then you just literally back a truck up and
2: an 18-wheeler pulls up from san antonio and i order everything i need from the plant and the plant drops it so so we're not having to take spices from san antonio and all over the place it's this is the austin this is the central texas web hub.
1: is there i mean you must have some pretty awesome software to
2: keep track is it hard to keep track of 10,000 SKUs? Uh, No, Fiesta has a um, a computer system. We're a web online. It's got everything online. It keeps track of every bottle and every bag, every bucket, every jar, everything in here. It keeps track of where it goes and who it goes to and what goes to them. So um, a customer could ask me after X amount of time, they could say, hey, what did I sell last month? What What did you drop me last month? And I can go on the computer and I can print an invoice that shows everything they bought me, everything they bought from me. And I mean it,
1: this whole room is done you can you can see it like it's all sequential numerically. Correct. So that's is that just a system that you put together you just kind of figured out where everything went or
2: Well, it's the way the plant is in San Antonio, so this is supposed to be just a little plant. Oh, so, so. it's
1: literally laid out just like the plant.
2: Yes, but in very smaller numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and you showed me some videos of all the machines that you know, fill cap do everything. Yep. It's a it's a pretty cooperation cool I'm hoping to to get down there when they, when you take us on a tour.
2: Yeah, it's really neat. You can see the, the cleanliness. You can see the, the quality. You can see how it's done. It's pretty cool.
1: Now speaking of, there's a you were talking about a SQF certification.
2: Yeah, SQF certification is a, a something that the government sets up, and um, it's all about uh, cleanliness. It's about um, the product has been inspected. It's uh, inspected for foreign objects, foreign materials. Um, Anything that's not supposed to be there, that's not for us. So um, Fiesta has the uh, the mind. Thank God, it's um, if they're not going to put it on their plate, they don't want it on your plate.
1: And it's a it's an FDA check, right? You said it's yes. a it's a certification that that's quality. That's uh, are are they going to the source? Are they wa- are they checking it
2: when it comes in? How do you both they they well, whoever we're buying from has to, that has to be checked because whatever it's coming through the the um uh the world when once it gets here it's going to get checked again it's going to be checked for quality it's going to be checked for everything that you can that is possible so to make sure that you are getting a fresh product that you're getting what you paid for and you're not going to get sick from it
1: yeah and i mean it i've been here for a few hours you were cooking for the guys and yeah. uh your phone's like going off the hook all the time it's a yes. uh, It's a full time job. Yes. Running spices.
2: Every day. Every day. Phone doesn't, phone never stops.
1: Door keeps opening, everything. Like, yeah. There's no quiet time here, really. No,
2: never. Late at night. I like to come in late at night. Late at night, I come up here after my daughter goes to bed and I'll come up here and do paperwork and check inventory and check emails because there's no one here and the phone's not ringing.
1: Nice. Yeah. You told me you wake up super early, too. Yeah. Now, you were talking about, uh, you're talking about origins. You know, a lot of people see Fiesta uh, and they think it's from Mexico or from Texas. Or, but your spices come from all over the world, from right? From all over
2: the world. And um, they're the best spices that, that we can find. The best ingredients that we can find is what Fiesta is using.
1: So is that what some of the guys in San Antonio do is actually hunt down, kind of like finding coffee roasters? Well, they
2: have buyers that, that travel the world. And um, you know like pepper comes from india that's the best place to get pepper and so they'll go to india and they check the crops and they check everything and then they put an order in and then when it tries to come through customs you know it has to be inspected and everything and then it's inspected multiple times before it ever hits a bottle or a bag
1: wow and tell us give us some examples i mean you said that uh but the pepper comes from Indonesia? India. India. And then something else comes from Indonesia?
2: Indonesia is cinnamon. cinnamon. Cinnamon is coronite cinnamon. That's the best cinnamon that you can get in the world is coronite cinnamon. So all of our cinnamon, whether it's ground or it, or whole cinnamon sticks, it's it's coronite cinnamon.
1: And you said Egypt. Give, basil, give me some more we get, examples. We get a,
2: um, our basil comes from Egypt. Funny story. A guy asks me, hey, where did we get Egypt from? So I call my boss and ask him and he calls me back or he emails me back he says egypt i'm like really egypt or bfe <laughs> you know it's kind of funny yeah. so but yeah really egypt uh our, our chilies come a lot of our chilies come from china um we just uh i mean they're they're literally from all over the world
1: yeah. but then some of the fresh peppers is that all coming from somewhere closer uh, some
2: of the fresh peppers are coming from mexico um uh, the the some of them are coming from china um
1: even so. those ones uh, you were showing me, they're kind of dried, but they're really nice, like very malleable. They weren't like cracking or dried right. out.
2: Those That's a Mexican spice. That's a Mexican chili pepper. Those
1: are awesome. I, I can't wait to cook with some of those. Yeah, they're really good. And you just boil them kind of, uh, you know, you see these dried and you see all these spices at, you know, the fiesta section yeah. at HEB all the time. Is there a secret to making them into something? Because I know you, you don't just. Like grind them up like that, right? You want to either dry them out more, or yeah, you
2: you uh, boil them. You boil them, and then you cut it open and you scrape out the meat. It's not a lot, but that flavor is abundantly delicious, and it will. You can put it in barbecue sauces and enchilada sauce and uh, Spanish rice and. Um, That's kind
1: of like how mole works too, right? Correct. It's like a lot of that peppers correct. and slow cooked. Yeah. Chocolate yeah. too, right? Yes. Is there now? Do you have like a mole kit or anything that we you have guys a, do?
2: We have a mole poblano. It's a spice where it's, like, for chicken to make, like, chicken mole. It's really good.
1: Now, do you have something where you can literally, like, make a mole sauce out of it?
2: Um, I'm sure. I'm sure because it's ingredients, and that's what we, you know, spices yeah. are ingredients. Um, but that's not something that we do.
1: But you also not just list the ingredients, but a lot of those bags and some of the packaging actually has some cool recipes, too. You said they're old family recipes. Yes.
2: Yes, old family recipes like uh, carne gassada, real carne gassada is white. It's not red. And when you go to a lot of uh, Mexican restaurants and you order that, it comes in a red gravy and it's not red. It's
1: yeah. I mean, I, I've I've been to backyard barbecues where they make it red.
2: Yeah, and real good carnitasada is white. So when you adds liquid, when you add liquid to it, it becomes brown, not red. So red is chili powder. We don't have chili powder in our carnitasada.
1: So and you have like a,
2: a mix of carnitasada. Yeah, or... it's right there to your right. One more over. That one, right, the box that's open right there. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And let me tell you, that is some really good stuff. And... Um,
1: oh, yeah, and it has the carne guisada recipe right in it. Yeah, it has the recipe And this is like someone's there. grandma's or...
2: Yes, that is, from, that is from a friend of the Bonner family, and uh, she was from Monterey, mm-hmm. Mexico, and that's, her, that's the recipe that they got from... So that's a real Mexican recipe. It's delicious. takes 30 minutes, and you can have a nice pot of carne guisada.
1: Now, you, so you've just cooked a ton of these recipes. from All of them, yeah. 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 That's so cool. So you just always have an experiment. I bet your, yeah. your kitchen probably looks like a mini version of this.
2: No, to be honest with you, I have about seven bottles of spices at my Oh, house. that's it? Yeah. Why is that? Um, well, you know, after you use them all, you come to have your favorites. So I have my favorites that I use. And um, every now and then I use something different. Uh, Brian Furman from Crackling Bees in Atlanta. My boy, if you're watching, Brian. Uh, he used some um, totally different spices that I would have never thought about making some ribs and blew me away. And that's what how I cooked the ribs today. Nice. Um, so it's it's just about experimenting. And sometimes, you know, I've been with Fiesta for a really long time, so I may forget, wow, that's pretty good. Or, wow, that has that flavor because, you know, I'm a guy, us guys, you know, we we get into something and we don't want to change. So, you know, um, so I use the same stuff most of the time.
1: Yeah, I've been getting into Caesar salads, like making the dressing from scratch. Yeah. And oh, croutons. Oh, look at
2: this. <laughs> this is called gourmet Italian. Some olive oil and some vinegar, and you will have the freshest, best Italian dressing really? made at home.
1: You just mix that stuff together?
2: Just mix it up.
1: Oh, and there's a spaghetti sauce recipe on here, yep, too? Yep, Uh Yeah, I mean, it must be fun. You probably hear all kinds of stories of how people use the spices, too, huh? I do.
2: I do. And it gives me great ideas, too. You know, I know a lot of chefs, um, and I watch a lot of chefs use this stuff. And uh, this past year, I got to go to um, the uh, the World Food Championship and be a judge. And um, I've met a lot more chefs that are doing some crazy, awesome things with food. And so I'm just kind of incorporating our spices into some stuff that I've learned from them, but using our spices.
1: Well, and to give people a background, the World Food Championship is once a year, right? No, there's
2: there's several qualifiers all over the world.
1: But I'm saying that one is, the championships is like the one yeah, that's the every Super Bowl. year, the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's
2: the Super Bowl of food sports. So Dallas was um, a pretty big deal, but the Indianapolis, the Mother's Day weekend, is the final table. Gotcha. So uh, that final table is going to be crazy delicious. I mean, the food that these guys, are, these are all the guys that have qualified from all over the world. And then they've went to championships and they've well they only took the top five or the top ten in each class. Um and so this is the final table, Indianapolis.
1: Wow. I'll be and there judging again. But you also provide a ton of spices for the event too, right?
2: Yes. Fiesta's a big sponsor, um, believes in food, obviously, you know. So um they, they they're they're a pretty good sponsor for the uh for the World Food Championships and a lot of the chefs are using our spices at some point. Um, there's a lot of kitchens you go into, even if they're not buying Fiesta spices from us, they're still going to the grocery store if they're out of something. So most kitchens that I go in for the first time, you usually find at least something with our label on it, whether it's a chili pot or a bay leaf or crushed red pepper or, you know, wet garlic or chopped minced onions, something. There's something in there.
1: Do you guys, I'm guessing you guys have banners all over the event and you have, uh, You know, probably. Do you do you do like a special category for Fiesta or anything like that? No,
2: we have a tent set up with some spices that we give away. Nice. Um, We give a pack of spices to each one of the chefs, so a lot of the chefs are using our spices. Kind of gives gives them an idea of who we are. Oh wow, I used that spice before. You know, so it's just about getting the people educated. You know.
1: I mean, half the bottles on my shelf are Fiesta, and that was before I even met you. Yeah. You know, no one else sells a. A big granulated garlic. My my girl could go through. I don't even know how much granulated garlic in a day. She loves that stuff. She makes. She'll just mix it with butter and make like a spread for bread.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's super. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Uh, it's really good.
1: So tell me more about. I mean, have you seen the people you work with, the barbecue places, the competition guys? Have you seen the spices really enhance? Like when you go to a place, do you ever taste it and you go, "These guys need to talk to us because their spices are subpar."
2: Um well you know here it goes again I'm that guy that doesn't go anywhere new all the time um I travel all over the place um and I eat pretty much where somebody's recommended um I do like to look for them dives I have some really good dives that are just little bitty mom and pop shops that have the best food the best customer service and I'm big into clean kitchens if I go into a restaurant and the kitchen's dirty I probably won't go back
1: and that's just from delivering spices you go in yeah. through the back
2: yeah Yeah, so when I go in the back, um, I'm not only looking at um, my safety because, you know, a lot of floors are slippery and stuff. So I'm not only when I go in the back of a restaurant, I'm not first thing is my mind is my safety. But um, the second thing is I want to see cleanliness. Um, If I don't see a lot of cleanliness, then I probably won't eat there. So,
1: yeah, of course. And do you mostly eat at places that use your spices?
2: No, I eat everywhere. I'm not I'm not prejudiced to anybody. Uh, I like good food and uh i love barbecue i could eat barbecue seven days a week um
1: preaching to the choir
2: yeah so um i just love barbecue and um i've met some of the nicest um people in the barbecue world and uh it's it's a small circle but everybody looks out for each other and that's attractive to somebody that's coming in and looking in at it it's like wow you know these people all care about each other you know
1: well it's a family business they're yeah. You're you're a, you're a, a family business. Your sons in the back there doing yes. some paperwork. Yep. And the Bolner family obviously works throughout this business. Correct. And most barbecue joints are family. They're sit down, they're slower. The whole point is to take your time, is Correct. to quality over rushing it and it's a uh, it's cool to see, you know. You we've run into each other at a dozen events yeah. now and it's it's fun because <coughs> every time you show up somewhere there's another familiar face. And yeah. at this point, I mean, how many people have you met just oh, going gosh. to the barbecue joints?
2: Hundreds. And, you know, a lot of people, um, they program my name in the, in their phones as just Alex Fiesta. Um, Mine's- that's fine. You know, um, it's pretty funny. I have a lot of people that forget my name and they just know me as Fiesta. Yeah. Um, I probably give out about a thousand cards a year. Um, and, uh, some of the people I don't even remember. So I, I always tell, so I always try to, um if somebody calls me I first thing I ask them is where did I meet you what did we talk about because if I won't remember
0: yeah
1: well and you can only I mean I guess you, pro, you probably save as many numbers as you can but it's like I'm sure your phone book is oh it's crazy I remember when you first started I bet you know back in the day you know phone could only hold 100 or 500 <laughs> yeah. contacts yeah. did you have like a Rolodex or what'd you do back then
2: uh no it, business wasn't that big then you know okay. um Businesses, it was it was kind of small, but you know, look at the population in Austin in the last 20 years. There's over 600,000 more people here.
1: Well, look at look at the HEBs. I mean, it went oh, from yeah. H the one by my house uh, in, on in South Austin is still kind of one of the medium ones. Which store is that? The South Congress one.
2: South Congress and Otorf? Yeah. South Congress and Torf will be um, knocked down. Yeah, I know. It's going to be closed. It's going to be a premier flagship store, if you ask me. Um, oh, it's. They're knocking that store down. And February the 8th, we're setting the store across the street, that whole parking lot across the street, not where the church is at, but to the left yeah. of the church. Um, HEB is setting a temp store there until the new store is built. That new store is going to be three levels, just like Whole Foods downtown.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Is since I've moved here over a decade, all these little HEBs have become gigantic superstores. Superstores. Yeah. I mean, where you can. I mean if, if they locked you in there you'd be fine. You could yeah. live off of it. Yeah.
2: Do you know the 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 average H E B is doing over a million dollars a week? Just one. Just one.
1: <laughs> when uh, during Thanksgiving, yeah I always go down and get a plate from them. Oh yeah and yeah. They, they do those huge dinners. It's Ooh. crazy. It's like a stadium full yeah. of people just You're running talking about food. A feast of sharing?
2: yeah yeah we serve that we volunteer for that every oh day. nice yeah
1: yeah i volunteered one year and then i just kept going back because like you can sometimes get in and help but it's just yeah. fun to you just sit down and people are just bringing out dinners as yeah. fast as you H-E-B's can is a
2: great company you know um they're just a great phenomenal company super yeah that's that and that they're just everybody's family to them
1: well where i come from there's a company called wegmans yeah and they're kind of the standard for grocery stores in the northeast right. you know high quality crazy service and uh so coming down here and having some quality grocery stores, is, it's nice because I've lived in places where it's, you know, the grocery store is a sad place to go. For sure. For and sure. I, I like going to a place. I mean, Texas, even though it's in the middle of America, is a lot more international than some places. You know, you go to right. Mississippi, Alabama, even like Ohio, yeah. you might not have as many of these spices. I mean, it, it's cool that Fiesta. Oh, yeah, they
2: don't. Yeah, they don't. Their spice sections. You know, if you live in Texas and you shop at H-E-B. You know, we're spoiled. Yeah. You know, we are spoiled because when you go into a grocery store in the East Coast or South or anywhere outside of Texas, their spice category is so small. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that make good food and don't use a lot of spices. And then there's people that make really good food that use spices. So it's a win-win situation. It's just whoever, you know, what their preference is.
1: Well, I'm guessing with HEB... They're probably just plugged into y'all's system, so you just constantly get orders from them?
2: No, we we go into the stores.
1: So you actually hand-check what they need?
2: Yes, we go in. That's my driver's job, is to replenish the shelf every day.
1: How many drivers do you have?
2: Uh, Just here in Central Texas, we have four.
1: Wow. That's a lot of work for four guys. Yes. So they're hard-working dudes. That's right. That's awesome. I guess you just fed them some barbecue, so it sounds like they earned it today.
2: Well, there's not many places at work you can go for that unless you work at, you know, barbecue, but, you know... I'm not a pit master, but I can throw some spices on anything and make it taste good.
1: Now, so the restaurants, let, let's say, how often do you go to H-E-B's? Like once a week? Uh, well, every some day?
2: H-E-B's we go every day. Really? Yep.
1: And then some of the other restaurants, you're not going there but for two every three weeks, something like that? It
2: just depends. Um, we, it's, a, it's a call for service. Um, usually most of the guys will call me and if I haven't heard from them in you know, a week, two weeks. If they're ordering every week and I haven't heard from them in two weeks, I'll send them a text message or an email or something of that nature and ask them, hey, you know, what's going on? And a lot of guys appreciate that, and some guys think it's annoying, but, uh, you know, that's, I feel like I've created a great relationship with a lot of the guys that rather me do that than the guys that don't want me to do that.
1: And so, but you must have a system that says, like, hey, you haven't talked to XYZ barbecue. Yeah, we have a
2: frequency in our system that shows us, we set every customer up under. One week, two week, three week, four week, once a week, twice a week, three times a week. And, nice. Uh, most of my barbecue restaurants, I have them set up is twice uh, every two weeks.
1: That's amazing. And it's probably nice because you get to come hang out, too, if you're delivering. If you're delivering, I mean, yeah. a lot of times the guys probably go to these restaurants. Yeah. But you probably get a chance to deliver, maybe grab a bite while you're there.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Perks of the gig? Oh, yeah. Perks of the gig, yes.
1: Uh, are there more... Uh, you know, would you say you get to eat barbecue every day if you wanted to? Oh, Absolutely.
2: Or? Oh yes, absolutely.
1: And we got to we got to hang out at Style Switch the other day. They had that deep fried beef rib that was pretty interesting. Deep fried
2: chicken rib, absolutely amazing.
1: Uh, do you have uh, Do you have like some favorites on the different menus at Styles? Just in, in general, as you're traveling, is it, like do you ever wake up and you're like, I need to have this from here?
2: Uh, well, you know, uh, Brotherton's. Um, he's got the brisket Philly. And uh, uh, the brisket banh mi, those are my favorite sandwiches, and I could probably eat them every day. Really? So being it's five minutes from my office, um, that's my go-to place if I'm at the office. But, you know, I'm all over Central Texas, so it just depends on what part of town I'm in and what time it is. Um, And then I'll go eat some barbecue. Uh,
1: Yeah, and I guess that's one of the perks also of getting so much done early in the morning. Yeah. You've got... You probably grind through half the day just before eight or nine.
2: Yeah, I used to. Not now. Now I, I go to work at seven every day. Okay. You know, so um, you know, back in the day when I got up at two thirty and three thirty and four thirty, yeah, by ten thirty o'clock, by ten thirty eleven o'clock, I was finished, almost finished. So now, about I try to get to the office by lunchtime, right after lunch every day, and I'm here till about five.
1: That's that's awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, most people are getting to work at nine, so seven still. Oh yeah. Hardworking man. Yeah. Uh. It's so cool that you have a wide range of customers. Uh, you know, that there's a lot of trust in this brand. I mean, every time I ask anyone about spices, you know, the show's mostly barbecue. I go to restaurants, talk about it, but I do like to show behind the scenes. I like to show, you know, maybe a team cooking for an event or just I, I dig into kitchens all the time. So yeah. this is like a, a gold mine to me as far as ideas because you have seen and distributed more spices than Anyone yes. within a hundred miles of here?
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, I'm involved in a lot of the culinary schools, the culinary departments with the schools. Um, the the high schools are really big right now. They uh, there's 163 high schools in the state of Texas that have barbecue teams. It's it's from their culinary department. Wow. And these kids are in their ag department. They're building their own barbecue pits, literally, and then in their culinary departments, they're barbecuing, and um so, uh, Burnett High School, um, big time in my heart, great kids. Um, it's really nice to go in there and learn from kids and see what they're doing with spices. So, you know, that's a good area for us.
1: And they, they have teachers that they're actually teaching cooking. And because I, yes. didn't, I didn't take cooking classes. Yes. Maybe in middle school we did like a home act, but yeah. So they actually, is it like a barbecue class or a cooking class or what? Um,
2: you know, I don't know that part of it. I just know that when I go, they're barbecuing.
1: And they got big pits like you got out there. Oh yeah, or?
2: big pits that they made.
1: Oh, so know? the welding.
2: Yeah, the welding department makes the barbecue pit, and so, you know, Match it's a, made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's pretty cool.
1: Uh, what have they been? Have they been experimenting with things you don't see that often?
2: Um, yes and no. Just um, just to see kids cooking. Period is a big deal. You know, kids today they don't want to cook. You know, so some of know, them do. Yeah, some of them do, and those ones that do, they're really pretty good at especially in the culinary departments in the schools you know it's a pretty big deal
1: you're going to say something
2: i was going to say that carne gassada, you know it has a, a recipe on the side um it hasn't you know the you can follow the directions and in 30 minutes it makes it this is for like the students you know mom and pop or people who don't cook you know <laughs> you can literally you can't mess that up it's the, the directions are so easy uh well and it, it's cool that family is
1: part of it that you're helping students uh, and we actually have a special surprise guest here. I believe you're, if you want to introduce your son tell us about him.:
2: Oh, uh, yeah, this is Tristan. He's uh, been with me for a couple of years now.
1: So Tristan, uh, what's it like working with family? You Enjoy it?
0: Uh, yeah, it definitely has its, uh its ups and downs. Um, it's taught me a lot. I've uh, learned that nothing less than perfection every day. And I'm held to such a higher standard than everybody else that I feel like it's made me become the person that I am today.
1: So this guy doesn't he's not soft on you? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. And are you doing
1: driving like the other guys or? Uh-huh. So yeah. you're
0: you're you're in the thick of it? Yeah, I have my own part of town that I'm in and I have my own group of stores that I'm in and he pretty much lets me I just do my own thing. So
1: who does South Austin? Who does that H E B on Congress? Eric. The Eric? driver. Oh, okay. I gotta talk to him. <laughs> make friends with them yeah. <laughs> try to run into them at the store yeah, yeah. uh <coughs> so while you're while you're out driving uh you know there there's a lot of guys there's a lot of you've been in the back of HEBs and all these restaurants and stuff yeah. uh is it is it fun like
0: everyone's probably excited to see
1: you pulling a hand
0: cart right oh yeah everyone loves to see me they know I'm bringing the goods <laughs> and do you have to check shelves and stuff at H E B's and all that oh, yeah. too all day All
1: day. And it's uh what's it called? A planogram?
0: Yeah. Making sure everything's in the right spot and all that and you gotta make sure everything's rotated and everything's full.
1: Front facing. Uh Yeah, everything labels out. It's not easy to get into that planogram, right? Like you gotta be you you got you gotta know somebody. You can't just have
2: something good. Yeah.
1: You gotta have something good to get on the planogram. They're not
2: gonna just put anything out there, you know.
1: So these smaller companies, if someone buys local honey or whatever, they're just throwing that on the shelf wherever they want. They don't get to decide. Correct and so you have a map like a grid that says okay this so if like some kid comes in and destroys the whole setup you know exactly how to set it back up
0: yeah
1: what uh what empties more is it like the stuff that's at eye level The like the the corn what do they call them corn, corn chips no, no no um the corners like the end caps oh mm-hmm. yeah the end caps what is there like a do you see trends where you see things sell because they're in a certain spot or is it better in the spice aisle? It's all
2: about allocation. It's all about allocation. Elaborate on that. Well, uh, Walmart, for example, says that we are a Hispanic company. So they have us on the Hispanic aisle, on the international aisle. Like with Goya and stuff? Yes. So we're on the international aisle at Walmart. So if you can't find us, that's where you got to go look. Um, Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it's, it's a bad thing because we're not just a ethnic brand brand yeah we have everything for anybody so spices always do better in line with the spices because when you go to look for garlic powder you're not going to go to the international aisle you're going to go to the spice aisle so if we were on the spice aisle it'd be better
1: so at certain places you got to be in the know you got to be like oh i got to go over here for fiesta
2: yeah for yes for absolutely
1: and do you see you know, like in North Austin, there's a much bigger Asian population, and even in one little other pocket, there's like a big Indian population. Do you see certain spices selling more just
2: in different neighborhoods because of that? Oh, yes, absolutely. But for the most part, they just sell everywhere. They I mean, the the people are so loyal to us. They're so loyal to Fiesta, not us, but they're loyal to the brand. They're loyal to their quality. They want that quality. They want that that, that flavor category in their food, you know, so...
1: Well, and you think, you know, even even I was a little ignorant to the range of spices available. Do you think that's a message that that probably doesn't get out there as much, that these spices come from how many
2: countries, you think, 50? Oh, I don't know how many countries, but they're from all over the world, you know. And, And do you see, have you seen that change?
1: Like, have you seen spices change, or they're all pretty much like, can you only get cinnamon in Indonesia
2: or? Oh, no, there's there's several places you can get different spices from. It just um, Indonesia has cornite cinnamon. So that's what we buy. And that's that's what you that's all consider the best. The best? Cin- yeah, that's what that's what yeah. just the
1: way it grows. Mm. And cause yep. it's a bark, right? You have to, like, peel it off the tree.
2: Yes. Yep. Yeah.
1: What's another uh, spice that people wouldn't realize? You know, like I, I just learned uh, like coriander mm. is just seeds from uh, cilantro. Yep. So is there is there other crazy stuff you've learned, selling spices?
2: Um, no, not really. I mean, not that anybody ever asks or you know. Um, the only thing I ever really found out was a uh, chili chipotle is just a smoked jalapeno. Oh uh, yeah. I thought chipotle pepper was like a different pepper. It's not. It's a smoked jalapeno. And you guys,
1: do you have some chipotle stuff?
2: Absolutely yes.
1: But you don't do like the the jars or the the wet stuff, just dry. No, just dry. So they basically smoke them and then dry them out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we have dehydrated jalapenos, smoked dehydrated jalapenos. And I that tried sort of, that one. Yeah, that
1: one's awesome. Yeah, you and tried to get me. You made me smell it. You thought yeah. I was gonna. No, that was just myself. that was
2: just jalapeno rub. Yeah, yeah, that was just jalapeno. That rub. That was
1: good. I I took a big lick off my hand of the powder. It's, yeah, I like spicy stuff. So
2: yeah, that's and that's that stuff is hot. It'll burn you a few times.
1: These guys know. I've, I've been to Holland Rays in L. A. Where they serve some crazy ghost pepper. You know, like seven spice chicken. And you go and, tear it up. Yeah, wow. I, you have to build up. Like there's a. <coughs> There's a resistance. You have to build up a tolerance. Yeah. Like, I'm getting a little... Like, I can still eat spicy stuff, yeah. but I'm a little soft right now. But when I went out there and some of these other things, like, <coughs> oh, or I'll get... Someone will bring me some hot sauce or we'll make some hot wings. Yeah. I'll find a new wing spot. Yeah. And then I get them, like, extra wet so they're really spicy. Yeah. Like, uh, we got to do spicy boys next time. Spicy
2: boys chicken. Delicious. slamming. Hats off to them guys, man. They have the best chicken wings, man. Gosh, they're good. I went there... uh Went on a little crawl and a food crawl, and I ended up uh, at Spicy Boys before Rolling Smoke, oh, and nice. um, it was really nice. I had chicken, then I went for barbecue.
1: Yeah, and Rolling Smoke is uh, it's cool because it's you know you can buy a slice of brisket at two in the morning.
2: Yeah, and you can get, in my opinion, some of the best burn ends, yeah. pork belly burn ends that you he can buy. He cubes them up, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: that they run through some food, man, for that little truck. Oh, absolutely. I told him he needs to buy the restaurant behind him, the old <laughs> yeah. El Leon. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be sick. Yeah, it would. Yeah, he, I, I bet he could sell every seat out in that place. Yeah, I bet he could. So you were telling me some of the most popular are granulated garlic and Uncle Chris. Uncle Chris steak seasoning. So
2: what is what is it about Uncle Chris that's so popular? Uh, it's just uh, Uncle Chris. He's a mad. He's a he 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 blended it, and it's a great blend and um so you actually know him oh yes uh but it's uh it's a it's it's really a world known seasoning i mean there's people all over the world that know about uncle chris's seasoning and this is like one of the uncles of
1: the Bolners. it's one of the owners one of the owners yeah and tell us about him i mean what what why 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 how did he get his own spices and
2: Why He sounds like a memorable dude. You know, his dad started this company. So, you know, as far back as I'm sure as he could walk, he was doing something with spices. Because, you know, back then, 50 years ago, kids were working. Yeah. You know, we didn't say, no, Mom, I want to lay in bed. You know, he never really did that, being honest. But uh, so uh, Chris just grew up with spices. And um, you talk about a cook. He can cook anything, and it's going to be some of the best you've ever had. So... (laughs) <laughs> but it, that, it must feel cool That you put this thing On the shelf
1: And you like Have actually had the guy You've had Uncle Chris Cook you a steak With Uncle Chris's seasoning
2: Absolutely yeah. Absolutely
1: And that's kind of An old thing People don't really you know, Back in the day There weren't a million You know Betty Crocker And some of these people yeah. Started spice blends Correct but back in the day You just bought the stuff And made it yourself Right Yep There wasn't yep. really a,
2: a pre-made thing There wasn't Well today's day uh, What's grown spices Is the blends you know, everybody's had garlic and salt and pepper and paprika, but now they're blending all that, and they're making different blends, you know. And you were telling me
1: earlier when you're you you're telling me that whole thing about chicken seasoning for chicken and how you can you don't have to use it on the meat.
2: Right. One of the things that I think that, up, that um, messes with me the most is when I'm in a store and um, I see someone that's looking in the spice category, and I ask them if they need some help, and, and they say, yeah, I'm cooking chicken. And I say, okay, well, here, try this fajita seasoning. So, well, no, I want something for chicken. Well, you can use that fajita seasoning on chicken, and it'll be better than anything on this aisle that says chicken. And uh, they said, no, I want something for chicken. Okay, well, that person's never going to step out of the box, so they're going to always have the same food, which is fine. Um, but then there's other people that say, wow, really? And they try it, and they always remember me. <laughs> They'll remember me forever, you know. Well, and from cooking te- uh, Central Texas Barbecue, I've really learned that you can just put salt and pepper on anything. Absolutely. Yeah. be good as hell. Well, I think when it comes to just putting salt and pepper, it depends on what you're cooking, how long you're cooking it for. There's just an art there that has to be right, I think. Well, and <clears throat> I learned recently, I was watching a cooking,
1: Bert Kreischer, I don't know if you heard him, he's a comedian, yeah. he has a cooking show. Yeah. And he was talking about how you can just put lots of salt on chicken. Yeah. And I did it the other night. I was just cooking up some thighs, and I was like, well, let me see if I can really too much salt these. And it was delicious. I got the skin real crisp. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's cool how you can cook something the same way 100 times, but if you just adjust the spices, you add a little more salt, you change which blend you're using. Yeah. that's It's one of the major factors in that whole thing. And uh, do you see do – do you think uh, some of the competition guys like – where do you see your spices, you think, like expressed really well?
2: Um, really, in everybody's kitchen. Because uh, there's really not too many households that do not have uh, something of Fiesta Spices in their kitchen. Especially in Texas? Especially in Texas, yes. Uh, is it fun to kind of go to a backyard barbecue or something, and you're like, oh, look. Oh, oh, it's, oh. It, I love it. You know, I love when I go somewhere and, and I see it. You know, this is the company I believe in. This is the company that I've worked for for, you know, for 21 years, and um, I believe in the product. You know. Now do you think you, you're gonna you're gonna have generations?
1: Absolutely. At uh at Fiesta. Yes. It's that it's that good. Yep. That's so cool to, you know, in a day where right down the street from us, there's all these tech companies where some guys might move every three months. Yes. It's cool that there's this family atmosphere. This you know, you're you're creating a career. You're not just it's probably Correct. not easy to get a job here, right? No, a lot of people online.
2: Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that, that's so much fun. Uh, so, one of the questions I ask anyone who's on the show is, "What's your message to the pitmasters, the people who maybe they've learned to cook with salt and pepper, but it's time for them to go out of the box, try a, a
2: different I'd, spice?" And that's my message is just try it, experiment, play with it, because um, the guys that have, they're Doing some amazing, they're doing some amazing things. Why do you say that?
0: (coughs) Because when you go to a restaurant and like, you can just tell when it's cooked with high quality (laughs) stuff. Like if you go, I mean, it's, you go to a top-notch steakhouse, you're going to get a good steak. You go to like a lower class one, you're not going to get a very good one. You can tell that the quality is just overall better. And you can just tell a difference in our stuff. I just think that everything we have is good, and you can't go wrong. And don't be scared. Well, it sounds like you do a lot of cooking. Uh, He's learning. A little bit. I cook every day, but I get those, the HelloFresh things. I get the little boxes, but I throw all their spices away. I just use ours.
1: I mean, it's, a, it's not that far from. All you got to do is buy some containers, yeah. pre-cook some chicken. I mean, that's not, yeah. you know. I yeah. I I used to live with a guy that was like, he he cooked like seven days at a time, he just loaded. That's what they were just like these perfect stacks. Of oh yeah, food in the prepping, fridge. yeah, food prep guys. Yeah, go to the. Gym I'm not big lot. into
2: leftovers, so I don't food prep. <laughs> I love
1: leftovers. Are you kidding me? All my my whole fridge is I got yeah. there's soup in there, there's barbecue. Well, soup
2: is different, but I, I don't leftover meat. I just can't. I can't oh, do yeah. it. Oh yeah. I have a hard uh, time with it.
1: I've been getting into. Oh, I was telling you Caesar salads. Yeah. But I also, uh, my buddy's got this 500 gallon smoker, and I put all my cast irons like right by the firebox. Yeah. And I kept oiling them every like 30 minutes or so. Yeah. So I got a crazy season on them now. So I've just been cooking like fried eggs and toast every morning. Awesome. Yeah. I, I haven't done that in a while. And it's like, yeah. it's so nice on the pan we Put fajita
2: seasoning on the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You'll never eat an egg without fajita seasoning again.
1: It's kind of like when I first started doing like scrambled eggs with sriracha. Oh yeah. 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 It's like, you got, you know,
2: we have, um, we have a no salt, no MSG, uh, products for people that can't have salt. Because salt is really a big deal, a lot of people won't buy spices that have MSG um, because it says MSG, but what they're not realizing it says salt. Well, salt and MSG are the same thing, so. Well, and it's it's used a lot
1: more in I mean in competition especially. Yeah. There's A ton of MSG, but I mean, if you eat Doritos,
2: yeah, you're eating MSG. People don't realize it's in everything. Well, MSG is flavor. Yeah. If it doesn't, I mean, if you you take it's the like MSG, salt it's not on no flavor. 0. Yeah, it has no flavor with You know, without it. It. It just enhances the flavor of your tongue, Absolutely. basically. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you eat MSG, yeah, it does. <clears throat>
1: so, uh, Fiesta Spices, can people now? If someone's, you know, in some corner of the country or the world where they can't get, it's not local. Can they order online? Can they yes. find Fiesta it another way? Yes, fiestaspices.com, and you'll just ship whatever.
2: Yep, fiestaspices.com, will ship you whatever you want.
1: Really? So, a team in Saskatchewan or something yep. up there. that's awesome. So really, if you can't get Fiesta seasoning, you're not trying, right? <laughs> That's it. Or you don't know, or you just don't know. Well, and it's just cool because when you shake someone's hand, when you meet someone at a barbecue event, you know, like I said, we've been crossing paths. You don't realize, you know, you might be talking to someone who cooks every Saturday, like a place like Snows, or you might be talking to someone who runs a hundred thousand boxes a week out of their yeah out of one little building yeah. in a random part of South Austin that right. will be will be nameless, which yeah, is secret. There's no there's no name on the door. There's no sign on the street. Right. It's like super top secret spice. Yes. Spice Lord over here. Yes. So I, I'm going to make sure in the video you won't be able to figure out where this place is. Not that it's easy anyways. Right. But uh, it's just cool, man. It's, it's cool to see the operation. It's cool mm-hmm. to to meet the guys. We got to hang out earlier while you were cooking some barbecue. So I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, go get
2: some Fiesta spices. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's all dated. Yeah. It's all fresh. And, uh, we, and it's a good deal. Yeah, it's a good deal. There's a... You look at
1: McCormick <laughs> or some of these others, you get this much for the same price, you get yep. a big-ass bottle of Fiesta spices. Yeah.
2: We're not the most expensive, and we're not the cheapest. Yeah, it's definitely not believe, the cheapest. <laughs> right, but I believe we're definitely some of the best quality. Yeah. And, you, I mean, one that... What do you
1: call that big tub of garlic? Is there, like, a name for that? It's a 12-ounce or something? Uh, the big square one? The the big, uh, like, that size. That We just call that a large jar. Yeah, the large jar of garlic, yep. it's like... It, I, it's worth ten of those yeah. little jars that everyone's right. selling. That's right. And who the hell uses a small jar of granulated garlic? Nobody. I need a bag no of that one. stuff. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, Fiesta Spices. Thank you, Alex. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you, Tristan. Yes, I appreciate you. it. Yes, sir. Here
0: they come, eating the meat, man. Y'all to see me eat now. Here on the meat man. Y'all to see me eat now. I got jaws like a bat trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle greener showing a hell of like a meat the meat man. You hold to see me eat.